Welcome to Ask the Security Guy. I'm Holly Magnuson, and this is episode number 53, recorded for February 2020. And how you doing, Sean? I am doing fantastic. 53 episodes? 53 episodes. Holy cow. Yeah, we've been doing this for a while. Um, and this is our first one of 2020. We didn't have a January episode, and that's a long story that I don't want to share. So um, we, will, <laughs> we will move into today's topic, which um, is kind of near and dear to both our hearts, because uh, we both kind of had this bend towards uh, social engineering. And so what did you tell us about um, our, our topic today? So uh, the topic today is about social engineering and more specifically how social media is absolutely a treasure trove of information for your neighborhood social engineer. Um, the, a lot of the information provided for today's show was uh, brought to you by uh, Snow Carruthers, who is a chief people hacker at IBM X-Force Red. Um, also a very, very skilled social engineer who has won multiple awards and has featured at DEF CON um, and basically knows her stuff inside out and sideways. Um, and it looks like she has won the coveted black badges right. for social engineering. That's impressive. I think I, you know, I yeah. can get yeah. behind that. So, and I absolutely want to give kudos and a shout out to IBM for having the, the wherewithal and the institutional desire and will and the wisdom to have an internal team like this whose sole purpose is to do exactly what we do, which is to act like hackers and try to break our own infrastructure and fix it before the bad guys do. Yeah. So I think IBM has set a great example here and they've obviously hired some very serious talent to do the job. Um, and they definitely deserve a shout out for that. Yeah. So I guess the question is how would um, how does social media social media impact social engineering? <laughs> so social media is, I mean, as you know, people tend to live their lives on social media. They post pictures of their house, of their dog, of their of their relatives, of their ID badge, of their new driver's license, you know, et cetera, et cetera, et cetera. Um, but this, we live in the this world of, of sharing. You know, this is what I'm having for dinner and look at this plate of food isn't it yummy and, you know so there, there's all kinds of stuff being shared out there and you know it, it's it does build a sense of community um, and there are positive aspects to it for sure um, and there's but I mean with everything there's a blessing and a curse and there's psychological aspects to it that we're not going to dive into really deeply today um, yeah. but there are psychological aspects to it and more importantly sociological aspects to it that empower the social engineer to do back get background data that basically allows us to walk in the front door or the back door or the side door or the basement. Um, really, social engineering um, is, is the art of human manipulation. Um, it, you know, for, for lack of a it's, a, it's a fancy expression for a very simple thing. It's existed for centuries. It is not limited to the technology era at all. Um, <coughs> um, it's been used as, as long as time. Um, 
But in the security context, it is especially useful when people share personal data. So the article that was written and that we're pulling from today talks about how social media en enables a social engineer to break into a company, which honestly, to be quite honest with you, the easiest way to break into any company is through its people. You know, yeah, go to a restaurant, time and time go to a again. bar, pay attention to where they, they hang out, find out who their employees are, you know, chat them up, you, know, you run into them in the mall or, or wherever. Talk to people. So a lot of a lot of folks, you know, have this view of, of IT people as security people as being the you know the, the stick them in a closet, you know, slide food under the door. They're hanging out in their mom's basement, and for some that's true. There are absolutely that that there are those hackers that exist that in that paradigm. But there's another group of hackers that hack people, yep. and they use their knowledge of human. Uh, psychology, of sociology, uh, general human behaviors to glean information so that they don't have to hack the systems. They'll just get their, their credentials and the information they need to walk right in the front door. Uh, and that's really the, the focus of, of the article. Uh, and, and they provided some interesting statistics. So for instance, 75% of actionable data gleaned from social media, Facebook, Pinterest, Twitter, you name it. Um, Instagram, that's the popular one now. Instagram, yep. Um, uh, is from interns or new hires, people of a younger generation where they're very accustomed to social media. They grew up with it. It's part of their DNA. Well, oversharing is also part of their DNA. Um, and it, it's not because they're, they're stupid or anything like that at all. It's because that's what they're accustomed to and in their view of the world, they don't see a problem with it because they've never been shown how it can be used otherwise or how it can be used for ill intent. Um, but I mean, the article says, hey, you know, pay special attention to hashtags like pound for, or hash first day, new job, intern or company name. So any of those hashtags will get you a treasure trove of information. Just you know, search for one of them on Facebook or Instagram. You'll be amazed at what comes up. You know, I'm going to have to try that, right? <laughs> I'm surprised you haven't already. Uh, well, yeah, I'm a little behind in my um, stalking. So Instagram is a, is, is, a, um, is, a, is a great uh, use case. So Instagram exists largely with pictures, you know, photos taken, selfies taken, group photos or photos of other things. The background data if those are taken in the office, can tell you tons of information. If it's in an office, maybe I can see the post-it note on somebody's screen with a password. Maybe I see the contact information for the softball team that's in the office. Maybe I can see other things that are social events that employees attend. Well, so now I have enough information to send, maybe I send a phishing email to that group. Maybe there were names and email addresses and phone numbers on a list on the wall that I can see in the picture. You know, so there's there's a wealth of potential information just in the background data of a photo. Um, another thing that 
you, I see all too frequently is people posting pictures of their ID badge. And this just makes me cringe. I've seen driver's license, I've seen social security cards, I've seen company ID badges with their uh, their employee number printed on the front. I've seen people even post the front and back of an ID card. There's enough information there for me to basically replicate the card. <laughs> oh goodness, so. yeah. Not that I found like 2.2 million uh, posts with the hashtag new job. <laughs> and that took all of what, a minute? Yep, actually less, less of that because I can type them fast on my phone. Right, so now filter that down to a, a specific company that you're looking for. Mm -hmm. The next thing you know, you, you know, you're zeroed in on a list of potential targets. A lot of, a lot of them will, uh, if they don't post their email address already, which a lot of them do, or they say, hey, I started a new job on this day, here's my contact information. Um, and that's out there in the public. <laughs> so, I mean, the, all of those are potential front doors into an organization riding on that person's credentials. Um, another big thing is um, video blogging. This is my day at work. You know, here, here's, you know, meet, meet Sally, meet Joe, you know. Yeah. So again, just watching that video throughout the day and looking at the background data and looking at what's, you know, what, what else can you see other than what they're talking to you about that has as a you know a source of information that you can leverage. Yeah, again, it's amazing. You can even catch reflections in people's glasses, reflections on windows. Um, there was actually a recent um, stalking case uh, in Japan where a guy triangulated where somebody lived based on the reflections that he was seeing in the selfies that she posted. <laughs> because he was able, because they were using <coughs> high resolution cameras, even for the selfies, he was actually able to determine where her building was based on the the uh, reflection images in her pupils. Wow. In her eyeballs uh, on the surface. It was, it was just really creepy stuff. But yeah, again, I don't worry too much about I don't do too many selfies, so I think I'm safe on, from that standpoint. Well, but you and I both wear glasses. We're even more prone to that because, let's face it, these, these things are big, giant reflectors. Yep. You know, like right now, I can kind of see your screen. Yeah. Kind of uh, scary. Mine. Yeah, exactly. Um, so another thing that works is uh, complaints. Uh, mm -hmm. Every company has a complaint channel. Uh, <laughs> or, you know, what, I mean, APU has one where people say, you know, they saw this or they heard that or whatever. Overheard yeah. an APU. Yeah. Yeah. I mean, everybody's got something. And it's just a matter of finding out where they complained. Yep. And, you know, people want to, and I get it. I mean, people want to share, you know, their, their experiences. They want to voice. They want to commiserate with others. And that's, that's fine. Just don't do it online. Yeah. So um, if I'm a manager and I have you know, a new employee, what would be some things I would encourage him or her in regards to social media and uh, their, you know, how it plays out at, in the workforce? Don't post anything about work. 
period. Just don't. Don't talk about work. Don't talk about where you work. Don't fill out the, the, the Facebook or Instagram or wherever profile that says, I'm working here. Um, I think a notable exception to that would be LinkedIn because that is a professional network uh, designed for that. But no, there too. I mean, there are trolls <laughs> there as well. Of information too. Yeah. I mean, it, <laughs> I would be lying to say I haven't used LinkedIn to research people before. Mm -hmm. Because oh, yeah. what happens oftentimes is is in their LinkedIn profile, they'll have links to their social media profiles, and you start digging into who that person is if that's your target. Yeah. So. I think people with with the desire for community reach out in the wrong venue and that exposes them to people with ill intent. Yeah. I mean, that, that's the simplest way I can say it. I mean, what lives on social media stays on social media forever. Yeah. If you put something out there, you know, I used to say this in our training classes, your security controls on social media are only as good as your dumbest friend. And that is very, very true. And, uh, you know, I know that's a harsh way of saying it, but it's true. <laughs> yeah. You know, if, if your stuff is all restricted to people on my friends list, okay, what happens when one of your friends goes compromised and they can see all your stuff? Yep. So now it's not just about your security. It's about the security of those around you. And are they secure? Yes or no? Well, maybe you want to be a little thoughtful about what you post out there. Yeah, I've gotten to the point where I post very little. Yeah. Well, here's another thought for you. Most smart, most smartphones, by default, um, <coughs> enable geotagging in photos. Mm -hmm. That means when you take a picture, the GPS coordinates of where that picture was taken are recorded in the photo itself, in the data of the photo. Now, Android, in a lot of phones now, has that disabled by default. And I think Facebook recently um, set up a security feature where they strip that data out by default. Good. Um, but again, it's always worth double checking your settings. Yep. Now remember, because of things like Google Maps and Apple Maps and other you know, world mapping image sources, have, not having the coordinates doesn't mean much anymore. I can have a picture of a place Figure out where it came from. Do an image search yep. and figure out where it is just as well. So we're no longer in a world where, oh, well, if I don't have the coordinates, I'm, I'm out of luck. I can still do image matching and figure out pretty closely where a photo was taken. Just based on the background data. Yeah. What else is in the picture? Interior photographs, uh, for instance, there are some uh, mapping services, uh, in corporations even, where they have mapped the insides of buildings because mm -hmm. the buildings are so large. Uh, Ontario Mills, for example, has an interior map, the Mills Mall, yep. that you can pull up on Google Maps, and it's accurate. Um, so things like that exist. So when you take that picture, when you post it on social media, and you think about what's in the background of your photo or your video, what is in the background? So for instance, when we were doing this as a video session, you know, we had different things in our backgrounds that were part of the show. 
Um, you know, for me, it was a web page from uh, Security Wizardry called Radar. And it's, it's a tool that I've been using for almost 20 years. Um, and it's still viable. They keep it up to date. You'll find it up on screens and security operation centers around the world. And I rely on it, and so do thousands of other security professionals worldwide. And it's a great aggregation of data. Mm-hmm. But if you see that in my background, chances are, without even knowing what this podcast is about, you're going to get a sense that I do something with security. And why else would I know about that or be interested in it? Yeah. So be thoughtful, be careful, don't overshare, don't overshare at work, actually. And just be on the safe side and just don't share anything about work. <laughs> yeah, I work. I have a job. That's all you I have need. a job. I got a paycheck. <laughs> Done. End of list. So, so very good, Sean. Thank you. Uh, I think that'll wrap it up for this month. Uh, next month in March will be our live episode. And if all goes according to plan, uh, we will have a guest with us um, and talking more about the social engineering aspect um, of that. So unless something hot topic comes up between now and then, and we'll always preempt. So with that, we'll say have a great day. All right. Have a good one.